1: Hello, I'm Phil Cousineau, and today I'm hosting Willis Barnstone, poet, translator, biblical scholar, memoirist, anthologist, teacher, painter, photographer, and cultural gadfly. He is a Guggenheim Fellow and a winner of numerous literary awards, including the Emily Dickinson, Lannan, and W.H. Auden Awards. He's a translator of countless books, from the Greek lyric poets to Rilke, Borges, Machado, Wang Wei, St. John of the Cross. As someone who has published nearly 80 books, I think he qualifies as deserving a shelf at the old Alexandria Library. <laughs> I am happy to have Willis Barnstone at oh. our table at the New Dimensions Cafe. Oh. Welcome, Willis. Oh, to thank the cafe. you. Thank you. <laughs> yes. If someone held a contest to see which writer in the world has sat at more famous literary cafes, I think you would be in the running. For the prize, you've lived and worked in many of the world's great cafe cities, from New York to Rio de Janeiro, Buenos Aires, Paris to Madrid. What is it about cafe life that's conducive to writing and creativity?
2: Coffee. But I I think, uh, you know, in Europe, it's a a habit. You even give poetry readings at cafes, as we do now, but it was only then done at cafes, not at other places. A cafe is where you go with your closest friends. In Spanish, they call it a tertulia, a place where you go and have a chat. And there were literary cafes, there were financial cafes or chats. The word in Spanish is charla. And cafe is like the salon, but the creative salon, not for pretension, but for speech. To learn, it was it was like a a soiree of intellectual and aesthetic intoxication. I was going to say something more obscene, but that's do that will do.
1: And conversation.
2: And conversation. The art of conversation is something we tend to forget in our texting days. It's a pity. I noticed to my great surprise when I moved from Wesleyan on the East Coast uh, to Indiana, which has a lot of great qualities, that people didn't speak. The people didn't speak much in class. I'm talking about graduate students. They they sometimes wrote brilliantly. I guess in the Midwest you pause and plow. and But I think now with television and humor all around, they've opened up a bit. You couldn't tell a joke. They would tolerate it. In New York, everybody is a wise guy. That's what makes life. I was there during Hurricane Sandy. It was humor that kept us alive. We couldn't eat much. We had to have breakfast for 10 days in a row because the restaurants, but everybody was joking. They were putting up seven families on their floor and they
1: managed through humor. Can you recount for us uh, a great encounter at a cafe
2: somewhere in the world? Some of the encounters that I remember reading about, the most famous for me is one people don't know it's buried in a biography, is when Balzac, who greatly admired Baudelaire finally met each other on the Rive, that is to say on the, the bank of the Seine, and they saw each other from about 40 meters apart, and they ran toward each other laughing hysterically and threw their arms around each other, and then, of course, they saw themselves regularly. They recognized themselves by portraits and that kind of thing. Yeah, that's that's a marvelous way to meet. But, yes, in cafes, people meet, too. I, I, I was lucky, and sometimes, but I usually met people on the street and someone introduced me. I was just twenty one years old and I loved the poetry of George Seferis, who was later to win the Nobel Prize, and I had just read his poems in a English translation in in Paris, and and they introduced me, Kieman Fryer introduced me to him, and I told him I had just read his poems in Paris. I didn't think that was anything special, but he thought, here's a young American who's read my poetry in Paris. Well, those were the easy days. There were no really tight clubs. It wasn't a kind of conspiracy of the few. There was no writer in Paris you couldn't get in touch with. So I had a correspondence with Camus with anybody you wanted to. Hugh
1: Kenner, the great Irish biographer, Mm -hmm. wrote The Elsewhere Community. I believe it was his last Mm -hmm. book. And in there, he was concerned about the difficult balance. Creative people are always trying to find between a life of solitude. Mm -hmm. Norman Mailer described creativity as the art of putting the seat of your pants to the seat of your chair. Yes, of course. At the same time, every day. It's a discipline involved. And yet the solitude can also be corrosive. So there is the cafe, there's the public square, Mm -hmm. the Zocalo. How have you worked out that balance in your life between the discipline of the room and the discipline of community?
2: Well, you know, I I work it out by reading books. Those are my good friends. And when I'm in, in places where... Now I know less people in a way because there are so many, there are a thousand poets, and so I know a few ones I esteem. But I, I think I, I learn to, to imagine whom I'm speaking to in the books I write, or read rather, and also in the ones I write. And that's I live a very hermetic life thank goodness, because I have a big mouth, so it's good that I'm not set loose on the public.
1: What do you recommend to young writers who are exploring whether or not to pursue a life of creativity?
2: Well, that's such a tough one, because not everybody has it, but, uh, you know, what Bortes said once when I talked to him about losing a language which I had studied so long and he said well listen barnstone better to have studied and forgot than never to have studied at all and i think that's also true about writers you it yes you can't lose by 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 being creative it it makes you see it makes you see it makes you live
1: my old friend and mentor joe campbell once said the the hardest point of every day every morning for him was deciding whether to read or to write he said the problem with the writing is that it cuts down on my reading time the problem with reading is that it cuts down on my writing time how have you sorted that out
2: well it's 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 slightly different for me because i, I don't know when i read i'm it's, it's like i'm i read too much that goes right into my thought and that's wonderful so I've never felt many of these conflicts that other people we talked about it today people talk about teaching how can you teach and write I've always liked to teach what I write and write what I teach it, it opens things up one doesn't have to find conflicts there mm-hmm. I've, I only wish the day were 48 hours long and I didn't have to sleep that's why I love every, every minute of the day
1: Forty-eight hours and eight days a week. That's right. Like the Beatles, right? Something like
2: yes. that. <laughs> and title, when I'm sixty-four, I hope I'll understand it. Yes,
1: wonderful. <laughs> I, I love the the cagey title of your recent collection of poems of Sappho, in which you turn one of our words upside down. Bittersweet is an expression we tend yeah, to use, yeah, but yeah. you describe her work as sweet bitter, because that was the original Greek word. Yes, right? yes,
2: yes. And
1: Glico, also, Glico Beautiful. And it's also love. I was with Pico Ayer recently, the great yes. book reviewer, travel writer, and he was saying one of the elements in the literary life that people feel but tend not to talk about as much because it makes you a little more vulnerable is love. If love. you're not in love with the work, it's not going to be lovable, so to speak. When Do you remember moments when you first fell in love with books, fell in love with certain authors.
2: You know, yes, and, and, and one is very faithful, usually. Uh, I asked Borges once, how do you know when you like someone? Very easy. I open the book, I read the first page, I read the first paragraph. If I like it, I read the second paragraph. If I read the second paragraph, I may read the second page, and then I'm there. It's, it's, uh, that's his literary theory. I, I love it. But how do the question was?
1: Do you remember falling in love with certain authors? Sappho, Rilke,
2: Borges? Well, well, you know, see, I believe that love is the basis of the three things that keep us going. I only thought of this last night in the middle of the night, which is we love life. We want to live for that reason. We love love, meaning we like to people who care for us and we want to live so we can have them. And then we love light, and light means knowledge, enlightenment, creation. So there are those three words. That's not bad.:
1: Oh, I could live with that.:
2: Life, love, and light. The three Ls.: The
1: three Ls. That's a good <laughs> motto. You know what Like Joyce the Ku Klux
2: is? Klan, which is redundant. Klu Klux, you know what it means? Well, Ku Klux is from Kiklos in Greek, or which means circle, circle, and clan. It's a redundancy. You see there? I didn't say it. <laughs> They're foolish, let's say. That's a polite word.
1: When Joyce's Ulysses was first published, I believe in Lille, France, it couldn't be translated in mm. Ireland. It had to be translated published and printed in France. And apparently there were 6,000 editorial mistakes that were not rectified until the late 70s or early 80s. And one of the lines that was restored is uh, relevant for this wonderful Café conversation. And there's a passage when Stephen asks his mother, what is the secret, Mother? What is the secret known to all men? And she turns to him and says, love, love is the secret known to all men. Now, why that line was left out of Ulysses is baffling, but it's been restored, and it's one of the keys to that book of great genius, Love is the Secret Known to All, Known to All Men. Yes, yes. Is that part of Sappho's Secret as well?
2: It is, and you know, the Song of Songs is is the greatest love book in the world, which is in the Bible, attributed to Solomon in the 5th century. He lived a few centuries earlier, but that doesn't matter. Can you remember a
1: a letter that you've ever received or a comment from someone, let's say at a book signing or a lecture, who actually spoke in this way, spoke emotionally about how your work has moved them, moved them deeply?
2: Occasionally I've gotten it. The the letter which said quite the opposite was from a, a letter from a man who claimed that he was about to be executed in Florida, and he wanted a copy of my book, The Other Bible, because someone else had it, and he'd like to read it if he could before he died, and you better hurry up and send it to me.
1: And you sent it to him?
2: Yes, I don't know what happened afterwards. Maybe he sold it, or maybe he wasn't executed. Maybe he was a Russian spy accumulating books.
1: Well, there's a good precedent with, with that, wasn't Care the, Charon, the, the Romanian scholar, tells a story about how in the waning hours of Socrates' life in the prison there in Athens, he asked for a flute. And when his friends came in on the morning of his execution or being given the hemlock, they found him playing the flute. And they were saying, why, why, why? We could be escaping right now. Why are you playing this? And he said, well, there are so many songs that I could learn between now and the moment I die. Good Lord. There's a beautiful parable in that. that yeah. There is, there's so much that is rich and poetic to still learn, feel, yeah. experience yeah. in the time But I have.
2: never can forgive Socrates for not escaping. No. Really. I never can. I mean, because I've had too many suicides and that was a kind of protest suicide in a way. Well, or the- obedience to the, to the corrupt group that put him there, political reasons of the worst nature. I think
1: the moral is let's use our time well and fully. Yes. Thank you, Willis Barnstone, for being on the New Dimensions Cafe.
2: Thank you for inviting me. You can make further mistakes and you'll not <laughs> fall on your nose, I hope.
1: <laughs> I've been speaking with Willis Barnstone, author of many, many books, including the classic Ancient Greek Lyrics and the new classic, The Restored New Testament. I'm Phil Cousineau.